0: You're listening to There She Grows, a podcast dedicated to helping you grow the life and business of your dreams. With me, your host, Jessica Bledsoe. If you're ready to expand your mindset, scale your business, and finally create a life you love, you're in the right place. Now, let's get started. Before we get into the episode, I just wanna give you a quick reminder that if you haven't already, you need to get your hands on my totally free guide to creating a vision board that actually works. This is the guide that I created to go along with the two podcast episodes that are all about how to create a vision board that actually works. If you haven't listened to the episodes already, you're definitely gonna wanna do that, but you can also download the guide so that you can use it when you start creating your vision board. This is four simple steps that are going to make all the difference to creating a vision board that actually manifests. I've been using these steps myself, and I promise you that it is worth the little bit of effort that goes into the before, during, and after process. So head over to my website, justbledsoe.com, or it's linked up in the show notes. Get your hands on it. It is not going to be available forever, and I want you to make sure you're setting yourself up for vision board success in 2021. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello friends, happy holidays, and welcome to another episode of There She Grows. I cannot believe that this year is almost over. We are like nine days away from the new year, and when I launched this podcast in April, I had no idea um, what the rest of the year would bring, and I am ready to say farewell to 2020. I'm excited about 2021, uh, but I will not be buying a planner <laughs> this year and we are just gonna see how things go Um, but one thing that 2020 has really taught me is the importance of my routine and specifically my meditation practice we've been thrown so many curveballs this year and it is so easy to get into that panic spiral and something that I've relied on so heavily is my meditation practice and Last month, I set a goal for myself to do 30 days of consecutive meditation, meaning every day I did at least one session of 10 minutes of meditation. And the reason that I wanted to do this for myself was because, um, again, I knew how important it was. And I'm pretty good at at meditating um, at least like three to four times per week. But I was kind of falling off my routine a little bit. I noticed that when I was meditating, I wasn't Um, dropping in as easily and my thoughts were a little bit scattered and I didn't feel as good as I typically did when I would meditate afterwards. So I really wanted to just kind of reset myself, get back into my meditation practice. And I have never meditated um, for 30 consecutive days. I think think 10 days was like my previous streak. Um, And I really I really wanted to see what would happen if I could commit to 30 days of meditation every day. And I'm so, so glad that I did. And I, I have never done, well, maybe not ever, but I can't really think of anything that I've done for 30 days straight. Like, that's not really, that's not my jam. I'm not, I'm not somebody who like, does something consistently very well. So I was very proud of myself, first and foremost, for even completing that. I think I did um, 37 straight days, and I just noticed such a change in the way that i was approaching things and in my mindset and even on the days where either i didn't want to meditate because i was just busy and felt like that i I wasn't able to make the time or the days where my thoughts kept creeping in and i didn't feel like i was having a great session even on those days just the compounding effect of doing it every single day it was so worth it and i just felt so much calmer I feel like even um, even though I'm not meditating every single day anymore, I'm definitely meditating at least every other day, and I've started a new kind of nighttime routine where I'm visualizing in the evenings, which is sort of a form of, of meditation, so in that capacity, I am still meditating every day, but... Regardless, I just feel like my mindset is so much better. I feel like I'm in such a better headspace than I was a month ago. Some of those um, those limiting beliefs and those doubts were just starting to creep in as I was you know recognizing that we're we're getting towards the end of the year. Um, I'm we're nearing the end of our fundraising campaign and there's just a lot of uncertainty that's surrounding you know what the next year or so is going to look like for um, all of my different business ventures and everything that I have going on and I was letting that get to me and um, through meditating that consistently I was able to kind of work through some of those limiting beliefs again and just take some time for myself to recognize what was happening and acknowledge it and work through it but not let it stop me from the growth that I was seeking so Throughout that process, I was posting um, on my Instagram stories once I got to the 14-day mark and just kind of throughout it, just kind of sharing my journey, and I got a lot of questions in my DMs about meditation, like what apps I use or how I got started, and it seemed like most people were kind of beginners. Maybe they had tried meditating before and they just couldn't really get into it, or maybe they were interested in starting a meditation practice, but they didn't know how, Um, But I got a ton of engagement, people just wanting to know more about it. So I thought that I would take the opportunity to have this episode really lay out a practice for getting started on your meditation practice and specifically how to get started in as little as 10 minutes a few times a week. Um, And that is absolutely possible and that's what this episode is going to be dedicated to. So with that being said, before we jump in, I just want to tell you a little bit about the benefits of meditation. I've obviously just shared kind of my own story and, and how it helps me. But scientifically speaking, meditation helps in a ton of areas. It can help lower your blood pressure, strengthen your immune system. Um, it can help even like regulate your metabolism, decrease inflammation, It has been shown to grow brain areas related to regulating your hormones, self-control, the ability to pay attention, which I can speak to that one for sure. I I definitely can be more focused um, after a meditation session and then being happy as well. It's also been shown to reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression, can improve your memory and increase your creativity. So there are a ton of health benefits to meditation outside of just you know focusing on your mindset and using it as a manifestation tool. So many people, everyone honestly, can benefit from meditating. And I wanna just kind of dive in on how to get started with your own meditation practice. Like I said, in less than 10 minutes, just a few times a week. So let's talk for just a moment about exactly what meditation is and then some kind of misconceptions about meditation. So simply put, meditation is exercise for your mind, and after meditating, you should feel peaceful, calm, and clear, just ready to tackle anything that life throws your way. So if you think about it, when you exercise physically, you kind of get that endorphin rush once you're done. If you're like me, you hate doing it. Like, getting started is the worst part. Doing it sucks, but then afterwards, you feel so much better. You kind of have that rush of endorphins and you're just feeling like you can tackle the world. And no matter how horrible the workout was, like you're still glad that you did it. That's exactly how meditation is. It's just exercise for your mind so that you can get yourself ready for whatever it is that you're going through or you're going to be going through. And I, before I started meditating, it was not uncommon for me to, actually, this is exactly what I would do. I would wake up in the morning. The first thing I would do is I would roll over and I would grab my phone and then I would do these three things in no particular order. I would check my email. I would check my bank account and I would check my social media accounts, typically Facebook. And that is not a way to start your day, especially because at that time, anytime I opened my inbox, it was just a dread, like you know, what ball has dropped, what's on fire, what am I going to be dealing with today? If I open my bank account, it was, again, dread. It was, do I have an overdraft fee? Did something come through that I wasn't expecting? Do I have enough money to pay this bill that's due today? Like, what is it? What's like, what's it going to be? Because I like, I always knew that there was going to be something. So what's it going to be? And then I think we all know how social media is. It's just sometimes it can just be a downer. So I would start my day with those three things and then I would basically jump out of bed because I've checked my inbox and nine times out of 10, there was something in there that needed to be tended to immediately. So i jump out of bed and I'd start my day in just the sense of panic and dread and just this like feeling of, Ugh, can I just please go back to bed so I don't even have to deal with this stuff. That is what like my life looked like before and that's not to say that I don't roll over and like check my phone first thing in the morning sometimes now but I don't do it with that sense of dread one because I'm no longer worried about my bank account being overdrawn I'm no longer worried about what's in my inbox because I know that there's not going to be anything in there that I can't deal with and I really try hard not to not to look at my social media but I have filtered my social media in a way that I'm I'm trying not to see anything negative and quite honestly that just meant unfollowing a bunch of people um, or muting them for 30 days or whatever that might be. So if that sounds similar to the way that you start your days with just that sense of panic and dread, then definitely keep listening. If you're not meditating already, I want to teach you how so that you can release that because that simple change, I mean, it it just changes your entire day. That's the way you start your day, which means it's probably the way your entire day is going to go, how you're going to finish your day. And then you're just going to go to sleep and you're going to start all over again. So if we can start our day differently then we can have, we can expect a better outcome out of that day. So I do recommend um, meditating in the morning. Um, I have a a morning routine that always starts with meditation. Sometimes the only part of that morning routine that can actually happen is meditation. But I definitely recommend doing it first thing in the morning. You could even stay in bed and meditate if you want. Um, I like to get up and I, you know, I make myself a cup of tea and I do my whole little routine and then I sit down, most times on the couch and meditate Um, but whatever it might be if if you're more comfortable just laying in bed and doing it then by all means whatever you're most comfortable with because like i said we're only going to need about 10 minutes we don't need a ton of time um but a few misconceptions that i had or that i've seen that i just want to clear up really quickly meditation is not just you know sitting in this cross-leg position with your palms facing facing upward and chanting om like that's not it like that's definitely in my mind when i started and when um you know when i started my my meta or my mindset and manifestation practice like meditation was honestly like that was the very first thing that i started doing because my mornings were so chaotic and i knew that something needed to change in that area um but when i started looking further into it, I was like, I don't know how I'm ever going to do this. Like, this is just not, this is not my jam. Like, I don't, I don't think this is for me, but that's, that is not it. Now, I do find myself in that position occasionally, but it's just because it's kind of comfortable. Not because that's how it has to be done. You, you just need to be comfortable. You just need to be wherever you're at. You just need to be comfortable however you're sitting or laying or I I guess technically you could stand if you wanted to. Um, You just need to be comfortable. It's also not a religious practice. I think a lot of people have a misconception that this is a, a religious practice. Um, it's it's not, but it certainly can be. If you are um, religious and you see this you as meditation, as kind of a, a time for prayer, that is fine. But it is it does not really have any uh, religious ties to it. Certainly no denominational ties or anything of that matter. And I also think it's worth noting that if you are religious, And you meditate that that is okay Um, that they're those things can certainly go hand-in-hand together and you can use it as a time for prayer if that's how you choose to meditate but it is does not have any religious ties and you certainly don't have to be religious to do it Um, I definitely feel like it's a spiritual experience, but um, I wouldn't consider it religious specifically. And then finally, it doesn't have to take a lot of time. I thought that for it to be effective, I was going to have to do it for at least an hour every day. And I had no idea how I was, one, going to find an hour in my day or how I would, two, just be able to sit in basically silence for an hour a day and not just be thinking random thoughts all the time. So it doesn't have to take a lot of time. Like I said, we need 10 minutes or less at least a couple times a week. does not have to be a long, drawn-out process. My morning routine could take me two hours if I do everything that I want to do, but it can take me 10 minutes if all I have time for is meditation. So now that we've laid all of that out, let's talk about how to meditate for the first time. So the only thing that you need is a quiet place and a timer. I have goals to have a beautiful like meditation space that's just calm and peaceful and has this like comfortable like meditation chair or meditation pillows and and all of that. But that's not that's not necessary. It's just something that I want because I, I am dedicated to this practice. I would like to have a space that's dedicated to it, but I don't have it yet. It's not something that you need by any means. So. If you just have your couch or your bed or even your car, if that's the only quiet place that you can go, then you just need to be in a quiet space where you can get comfortable and a timer because you, you know, you kind of want to set a, a time limit on it so you are, um, you know, just aware of, of how much time is passing and um, giving yourself the time to be in that space. So you have two different options here and, um, I am going to advocate for guided meditations if you are just getting started for meditation with meditation. So you can either do guided meditation or you can do self-meditation. And I recommend guided meditation because I recognize that it's really difficult to get into a space where your thoughts aren't just flooding in on you and finding that quiet. Um, if, if you have a moment to slow down, that's usually the first thing that happens is all the things that you should be thinking about or just those random thoughts Come flooding in, and with a guided meditation, you actually have something to kind of focus on, and it prevents at least some of those thoughts from still coming in and, and interrupting your meditation space. So, by starting with guided meditations, you can really get into the practice. You have someone that's guiding you through it, they're telling you when to breathe and how to breathe. And um, some of my favorite guided meditations include some like visualization and things of that nature but at the very least you have someone who's guiding you through that process it just kind of makes you feel like you're doing it the right way because when you are doing a self-guided meditation um in in the beginning you're kind of like am i is this am i doing this right like is this even worth my time i don't i have no idea what i'm doing um however if you are going to do self-meditation it's it's really easy i mean all you really have to do is focus on your breathing and your breaths and get to a point where your breathing is natural you're in sort of a rhythm your mind is quiet you know it's quiet there's not those thoughts aren't coming rushing in on you but i think that by starting with guided meditation you can kind of get that discipline and that practice in place and then you can move more into a self meditation when I do self meditation, I actually still like to have um, I have like a Pandora meditation music um, station that I'll put on that's just, you know, just relaxing like what you would what you would hear if you were like getting like a massage or something like that. So I like to have that playing in the background. Otherwise, I can get distracted by all the different sounds that are just, you know, in my surroundings. So I'll put my I'll put my AirPods in and turn that station on and I'll set my timer. And so I have an app that I would recommend. Um, this is the one that I've used. It's called Insight Timer. It has a ton of guided meditations. I'll link up. Um, I'll link up at least three of my favorite meditations. I have one that's less than ten minutes, and then the other two are like fifteen and sixteen minutes. Um, but they're all guided meditations. They're really easy to listen to. I really like the um, just kind of the layout of them and the. The journey that it takes you on through that guided meditation. So I'll link up those. But the Insight Timer also has a timer um, that's built into it, and it has like you can select like bell sounds. So if you want a bell to chime at the end, which is what I like, you can select your bell. You can select your length, and then you could still play um, like your Pandora station in the background. Or they do have meditations that are just music that you can select. So I really like this this app because it has everything that I kind of need, and then it also keeps track of how long you've meditated and how many days you've meditated. And so you can kind of see some statistics on like how long you've you've meditated this week or this month, this year, or whatever, and then how many consecutive days. And um, it kind of keeps you motivated to keep going. That's what I use. I mean, that's what I've used pretty much the entire time I've been meditating. But um, when I was doing my 30 days specifically, I really loved that it was like, okay, you've meditated for eight straight days or for 17 straight days or and then it gives you kind of like little milestones as you reach you know seven consecutive days or 30 consecutive days or whatever it might be and then there's also a community Um, I don't really take advantage of that but it'll tell you that people are meditating with you and you can send them like messages or just thank them for meditating with you again I don't really use that part but if you are looking for kind of a community to meditate with it also has that and um, one thing I will say, too, is um, probably about a year ago, maybe a little longer, I went to the Passionist Earth Center, which is located here in, in my hometown of Louisville. Um, so if you're local, you might check into that. Or I'm sure there are meditation centers, you know, all around the country, wherever you're at. But if you wanted something like that, I was I was really considering doing that. But the timing, like the, the timing of the classes didn't work out for me. But what the Passionist Earth Center did offered was an intro to meditation where you could come in and and meditate in a group setting. And basically what they were doing was guided meditations with the group. They were teaching you how to meditate, how to do the breathing and it's a nonprofit. So all the money just went you know, back into the community and things. And um, if that's something that you're interested in, I know that they're still doing that. Um, Obviously with COVID, I'm not sure what the restrictions are, but if you're looking for something just a little more, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but you know, somewhere where you can go and you can actually be with people and have like a set schedule then you might look for a meditation center. And, um, I'll link up, I'll link up the one that's here in Louisville for anybody who wants to check that out. So that's, that's an option too. So just know that regardless of if you're doing a guided meditation or you're doing a self meditation, whatever it is, you're always going to have thoughts like those thoughts are always going to come in. You're, you know, I, I would like to think that I will get to a point where, I don't have those intrusive thoughts, but I think the reality is, is that we are always going to have those thoughts anytime our mind is quiet. And really what we should be more focused on is just acknowledging those thoughts and then releasing them and then coming back to our breathing. That's what meditation teaches us is to have a thought, acknowledge a thought, and then just center yourself back. And the best way to do that is just to focus back on your breathing. So you inhale, you exhale, you get to a point where you're kind of just following that rhythm and then you get back into the deep meditative state. And if if another thought comes, then you just do the same thing. And that's really what takes the most practice is knowing that you're going to have those thoughts, acknowledging those thoughts, coming back to your breathing, staying in that space um, and not giving up. Don't give up on your practice just because you feel like it isn't working or you're not... Um, you're not able to concentrate or focus, know that that is a muscle that you have to work on and that by continuing to do it regularly, you are getting better at it and those things will come with time. For many of us, it is going to be really difficult for you to even just stop and take a moment. So if all you do is just sit down and be quiet and don't even do anything else but that, that is okay because this This world that we live in is so just go, 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 do, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle that I know many of you are jumping out of bed, getting straight to your day and not stopping until your head hits the pillow. So this is a muscle that we're going to have to work, but I promise you it is a a muscle that is worth working on and that you are going to feel so much better once you have a consistent practice in place. And then the last thing I'll say about that is that if this, if you try this and you try it for a while, I mean, I'm talking like, a couple of months, because it does take a while. I would say the first three months that I was meditating, when I started, I like went all in. I was like, I'm going to meditate every single day. I'm going to do it for this long. I'm going to, you know, I just felt like whatever I could do was basically going to like speed up my process, which spoiler alert, it doesn't, you still have to do the work. Um, but I, I wanted to just kind of run at it. And I, I learned pretty quickly that 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 wasn't going to work for me because it it just felt like I was forcing something upon myself. So I kind of fell off of that pretty quickly. But I, it probably took me three solid months to get to the point where I felt like I was actually being um, consistent and knew what I was doing. But even in those moments where I was just sitting with my you know my Pandora station on in the background and just focusing on my breathing, I felt better almost immediately. I mean, as soon as I started just doing that, just giving myself that time in the morning to meditate in whatever form that looked like, I felt better pretty much immediately and was able to stop some of those bad habits and was able to work through those feelings of dread and panic and like everything was on fire and I had to be just running around with a water hose all day because that's certainly not the case even though it feels like it sometimes. But if you put the time in and you find that this this specific form of meditation is not working for you, then don't believe that like meditation just isn't your thing. It might just be that this form of meditation isn't for you, but this isn't the only thing that you can do. So my husband, Adam, he actually listens to um, music and that's kind of his form of meditation. So in the mornings, That's kind of the first thing he does. He goes into his office and he turns on his music and he has his own morning routine, but he's not sitting there with his eyes closed, focusing on his breathing. He's more so created a space for himself where the music kind of drowns out his thoughts and then he has a chance to kind of think through what he wants to do for the day. And so he'll create his to-do list for the day. And that's his form of meditation is through music and focusing on the music and not letting all the other thoughts come in. He's really just focusing on what his intentions are for the day. Um, I know that walking for some people is a form of meditation. And I think the goal is really not to, uh, you know, don't put in your AirPods and listen to like a podcast or try to be doing something else. It's really just about being outside, being in nature, breathing in some fresh air, having a moment alone with your thoughts. And that's that's the thing. It's just creating that space for yourself where it's quiet. You're by yourself. And whether you're thinking or you're not thinking, it's, you're just kind of focused on you and your intentions. And then finally, I mean, exercise is a wonderful form of meditation for many people. You, you, Most people probably don't even call it meditation, but that's what you're doing, especially when you, again, are focused on internal things and not external things. So if a traditional meditation practice doesn't work for you, that's okay. I just still want to really encourage you to find something that does work for you because I cannot stress the benefits of this practice enough. Um, I think if you talk to anyone who's known me for a significant amount of time, they will tell you that I am a much different easier going person than I was just a few years ago before I was meditating. And I really, I really think that that's the basis for all the other work that I've done because you have to create a space to do the other work. And through the meditation practice, I've been able to acknowledge that I can create that space. Whereas before I had all these excuses about how I didn't have time or I didn't know how, or I didn't want to learn how, or that was too woo. Or, you know, we just, we come up with all these excuses because honestly, like we just don't want to do the work. But we need to do the work. If we want to be better, we have to do the work. And the meditation is the best way, the easiest way, I think, to get started. Because it helps you have some quick wins. You're going to experience those benefits, like I said, almost immediately. And you can do it in as little as 10 minutes a day, just a few days a week. So if you have the time and you have the want to go, To go ahead and do it every day, I absolutely encourage you, but don't feel like you have to hold yourself to this high standard of doing it every day. Just try to do it a few days a week. Um, But because I just finished the book Atomic Habits uh, a couple of weeks ago, I will say that if you are going to try to form this as a habit, go ahead and write down the day, the place, and the time that you are going to meditate. That way you have That decision has kind of already been made for you and now you are holding yourself in integrity to show up and do it at the day, the place, the time that you said you would. And then if you have a morning routine already, if you can attach it to that, that's the best way to form new habits is to find an existing habit and just attach the new habit to that so maybe if you make coffee every morning already then while the coffee's brewing that's why you're going to meditate so if you have if you have sort of a, a morning routine you're just not meditating go ahead and just attach it to that otherwise just write down the day place and time hold yourself in integrity to actually showing up and doing the work and i promise you that it is going to pay off it might feel a little silly while you're doing it the first few times but just push through it, and I really encourage you to give yourself at least 90 days of a consistent practice before you decide one way or the other if you're going to continue to do it or not. So um, I am going to link up, like I said, the Insight Timer app that I use or it's available. uh, I know on both iPhone and Android in your app store. And I'll link up, though, a few of the guided meditations that are a few of my favorites. I'll link those up in the show notes. And as always, if you guys have any questions about meditation or getting started or just anything that I mentioned in this episode, feel free to slide into my DMs on Instagram. And before I head out for the holidays, I want to ask you guys a really big favor. Um, my One of my big goals for 2021 is to grow this podcast and Uh, For me, I want this podcast to be a tool for finding other speaking engagements or being invited onto other podcasts to speak, and one of the the only ways really to grow a podcast is through listeners, and the primary way that people find me is just through the podcast listings, and the more reviews I have, the more likely I am to show up, so if you haven't already please, please, please consider leaving me a review wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Um, Apple Podcasts, though, is, is that seems to be the channel that most people listen on. So iTunes or Apple Podcasts, if you could leave me a review there, I would greatly appreciate it. And um, yeah, obviously share it with your friends if you love the episode. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season, whatever holiday it is you are celebrating. I will be spending Christmas with um, a small selection of my family and hope that you're able to do the same. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and I will talk to you guys next week. Is one of your goals for 2021 to be more productive? Are you tired of working all day and still feeling like you haven't gotten anything done? Are you a Google Calendar user? (laughs) If you answered yes to those questions, then I wanna invite you to download the app that I have created just for solving this problem. It's called Paver, that's P-A-V-R, and it links to your Google Calendar so you can start to track how you're spending your time and make better decisions based on that information. If you wanna get your hands on it while it's still completely free, head over to the Google Marketplace or to getpaver.com and download it right now start taking track of your time be more productive stop wasting time on things that are important and spending more time on the things that are you can download it at getpaver.com that's g-e-t-p-a-v-r.com or from the google marketplace by searching paper thanks for listening to there she grows for show notes resources i talked about in this episode or links to our free downloads visit www.thereshegrowspodcast.com. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.